Welcome back, everybody, to episode 23 of the Vancouver Boys podcast. My name is Tyler Erlinson, and I'm joined here with my co-hosts, Jake Jude. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? And Marcus Keller. What's going on, everybody? Today, we don't have a lot to <laughs> but we're going to make the most of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, light week. Yeah. yeah. Very light week, but yeah. we're going to have some fun. We're going we're gonna to talk That's about. The best. Our, our personalities come out more. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just so, hanging out with the boys this week. Exactly. <laughs> we'll figure out some stuff to talk about. Yeah. We do have stories to talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. before you all leave. <laughs> yeah. Do Thanks have for coming. Yeah. See, See you, you next uh, week. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, let's kick things off uh, like usual here with Marcus's. Fake Sponsor of the Week. Marcus, take it away. All right. Well, just to remind our listeners that our Fake Sponsor of the Week is just a placeholder for a real sponsor, which we think we will someday be able to get. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast is brought to you by Applebee's. Much like Jimmy Vesey's contract with the New Jersey Devils, they could not be less relevant if they tried. Applebee's. We barely exist. <laughs> that one was for Jake. Thank you, sir. That was that was for Jake. The yeah. only time I ever hear Applebee's is like in some really bad meme or yeah. like a really bad song. Well, because they're big. Bad they're... song? How many people sing about Applebee's? <laughs> you would be surprised. <laughs> yeah, you don't know the shit this guy listens to. <laughs> but like, I think they're big in the States and they're known for one thing. And it's the fact that they have like $2 shots and like $3 highballs. <laughs> and so it's people not go even there. a bar. <laughs> yeah, it's a rest. It's like a family restaurant. People just go there to get shit faced. Kate, do you guys remember when there used to be an Applebee's like right across the street from Costco and Poco? Oh, Oh, dude, we used to go there all the time. Okay, growing up. Oh yeah, that I was, that was our barely place. remember it. I swear, what? I went. I I probably went there three times in my life, all before I was six years old. Like I do not remember dude, this place they, at all. I remember on, it being there. I don't remember what it was like on their menu. They had like a, a section, and it was called like the Sizzlers, and it was like the the entrees that would come out in like a cast iron skillet, and they'd be like <laughs> sizzling, and that that noise, like that sound, yeah. of like peppers just screaming in a cast iron skillet, <laughs> is just burned into my brain as like Applebee's. <laughs> I like the only thing, and it's like a fever dream thing. The only thing I remember about that place is they had like uh, those lights over a bunch of the tables that were like stained glass or whatever. <laughs> That's yeah. the only thing I remember about the entire restaurant is that. I don't remember what the food was like. I don't remember anything else about what it looked like. Just those stupid lights. Honestly, the food, I always thought, oh, yo, the Applebee's food is lit. Like we used to go there all the time. I went there like a year ago when I was in the States and it is horrible. Really? Yeah. It is horrible. My childhood was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, knowing me, I was probably ordering chicken strips and fries when I was six and yep. it's, it's hard to mess that up. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, that's what I ate for dinner tonight. So. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Yep. By the way, I wanted to thank you for pointing out how irrelevant Jimmy VC is. Every time I hear someone say that, it just warms my heart just a little. Yeah, I I, I figured you'd like that one. Um, legend. The sooner he's out of the NHL, the better. 
Thank you for bringing it back to the fake sponsor because that gives me a chance to remind our listeners out there and potential real sponsors that if you are looking to get in touch with us for any reason whatsoever, you can always reach us by email at vancouverboyshockey at gmail.com. Also on social media, you can reach us on Instagram at Vancouver Boys Podcast, TikTok at Vancouver Boys Podcast, and on Twitter at Vancouver Boys underscore. So jumping right into things, sure. Let's uh, let's start with well, what Canucks news we kind of have, yeah, which is not a lot, but uh, oh, this is groundbreaking. There's there's talks of uh, buckle some, up, everyone. Some Pedersen and and Hughes contracts. Yep, yep. Huge news. They are nowhere near a contract <laughs> still. Yeah. Um. No, I I wouldn't hold what, your breath. What date is this coming out? Like September seventeenth, and they are. I'm pretty no confident closer. it won't be out by then. No, no, no. Like this episode of our podcast is out on September 17th. Right. And uh, they are no closer to signing a contract now than they have been all summer. Yeah. No, they're, they're still this a ways crazy away. to me. This is crazy. I mean, I think what's, there's a bit of, um, this happened a few years ago too, the same year that they signed um, Marner and there, there was a bunch of big free agents. I think that was the Besser year as well. A bunch of big free agents were not signing and they were all kind of these young Phenoms that like, they what looked, did you call them? Phenom. Phenom. Marcus, it's, it's I think that's, I think it's to an uh, interpretation. I mean, like I'm not a linguist, but I'm fairly <laughs> certain it's phenom. <laughs> okay, but, like well. phenomenal phenom. Not no, phenom- you, you just said it two different ways. You said phenomenal, you know, like phenom. phenom. Like you, you changed it. Phenomenal phenom? is how I said it. I said phenom. phenom. Venom. That's true. Venom. Okay, whatever, dude. <laughs> right, just we're, we're into the so, Venom Phenom debate. So if anyone has a, a correct answer for us, please <laughs> yeah. help us. Yeah, DM or inbox at Vancouver Boys Linguists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or don't. An English department. <laughs> um, anyway, I was going to say that this year kind of reminds me of that, where we have Pedersen, Kaprizov, and Kachuk all kind of seemingly looking at each other, waiting for a contract to get signed so they'll have a comparable. Um, yeah, I guess it makes sense. The one I've seen the most with Pedersen is Kaprizov, which uh, Kaprizov is a bit of a weird comparable, though, because they're about two years off in terms of age. But at the same time, Kaprizov has only played a third of the amount of games that Pedersen has played. Yeah, Pedersen's two years younger, but has also played two more years in the NHL because Kaprizov is such a late start. Exactly. And it's annoying because I keep seeing these high offers that Minnesota's allegedly giving Kaprizov that he's turning down. And I'm like, this would already make him overpaid. Mm-hmm. And now it's double annoying because not only is he going to get overpaid, Pedersen and his camp will use that to leverage to get Pedersen overpaid. And that's just really annoying for me. What do you think the contracts for those three players will be? Oh, for all three of them? I mean, do you think they're all going to get like roughly around the same contract? I think Kaprizov is going to get more, but that's just clearly because he's made it so well known that he, he's not thrilled to be in Minnesota in the first place. Like if the team wants him, they're going to have to pay a premium to keep him there. Kachuk. I mean, it's hard to say he's kind of, He's in a good position. Where Would you say that he's the most talented uh, of the Sens' young core right now? No, I'd say Tim Stutzla. You think Stutzla's yeah. got a higher ceiling? Oh, for sure, yeah. I think Batherson. You think Drake really? Batherson? Yo. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I mean, Drake Batherson's a fantastic young star but or player, but come on. Yeah, that's, that's a bit of a reach. 
<laughs> also, this year is going to tell you a lot more about, about the Sens. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Either way, Kachuk doesn't quite have the same points per game that Pedersen has, but Pedersen's also, you know, had at least one season on a better team than Kachuk's had. So I heard this week that, um, was it Kachuk was offered an eight by eight from yeah. the Ottawa Senators and he's considering it. He's humming and hawing over yeah. it. I find that weird because, first of all, he's 22. Yep. And. How many 22-year-olds get those kind of offers? Yeah, I'll take $64 million right now, please. It's just, it's crazy. Like, it just, it blows me away. These guys aren't getting bridge deals. They're getting, like, contracts with term. Well, that's where it might be different for Pedersen, though, because the Canucks are so cap-strapped, we can't afford a long-term. We we have right now $15 million to sign Hughes and Pedersen. Yeah, so neither of them are getting, well, one might get, Eight, 8 million, but the other one certainly won't then. Yeah. Or they're going to have to move out a piece. Exactly. I, I think we are going to have to move out a piece, honestly. Can you imagine if it's Garland? <laughs> I, okay. Like, I'd be so choked if we well, had to move out our best contract. Ex- well, I mean, that's kind of what it is, right? Yeah. They're not, they're going to have to pay a huge premium to get rid of Myers. Tanner Pearson's going to be a bunch too, in terms of um, prospects or money or something to get rid of him too, right? So, Anyway, you look at it, if they're going to have to move anyone out to keep those guys, it's, yeah, it's it's not looking good. Anyway, I, I think they're going to push this on until training camp. Uh, I think it'll be like a... What do you real- mean until training camp? Training camp's already started. Not for our team. Rookie camp hasn't even started yet. Really? Yeah. Training camp starts on September 23rd for our team. Huh. Oh, okay. Well, it's just around the corner. Yeah, it's it's coming up. Yeah. And But you know what? Same thing happened with Horvat. Besser got signed like two days into training camp. Like it seems to be kind of the industry standard here for that. Well, jumping back into the rookie camp, the uh, the Canucks roster was just released. Mm-hmm. And here are some of the notable names that uh, that are on there. Vasily Podkolzin. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of the big one, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the one a lot of people have their eyes on. Yeah. I mean, like if he doesn't run the camp, do you think he even makes the team? I think it's a guarantee that he makes the team. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, I think he's on the team for sure. Yeah. Jet Wu. Yeah, that'll get Jake excited. Yeah, I mean, I've always been a big big Jet Wu guy, even though, I'll be honest, I haven't really seen much of him play. His big just, thing that he needs to get going is his skating. It's yeah. not at the NHL level well, yet. Well, he's not super tall, right? No, he, so. he's, he's built kind of like a fire hydrant. He's short, but man, try to knock him over. Yeah. My hope for him is that next season he'll be able to crack the lineup. Yeah. Even I'm, as the seventh defenseman. Oddly enough, I just still see him as like a really valuable trade piece. <laughs> like, I don't know if he'll ever crack the, the the defensive core, but like I could see him, you know, fetching a good return in a trade. Woo for Fabro, one for one. Oh, fuck I love it. Woo! So what do you guys think about Danila Klimovich? He's confident. He's confident. He's the one who had the quote uh, maybe a few weeks ago now saying that he's going to try to crack the lineup. Like he, you know... Yeah. Just to wait, just to clear it up for our listeners, this is the guy they just drafted. Yeah, he was our second, second rounder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which they didn't have a first, right? So exactly. this, this guy, you know, and he was he was the, like the first pick signed out of this year's draft. That's right. So this is a big deal. Like this kid has some not just for the Canucks for the whole league. Yeah, he was yeah, the yeah, first yeah. guy from his draft class to, to get signed yeah. in a, a an NHL contract. He's got some swagger. Yeah, I mean, obviously the guy has some expectations too, right? Like. 
But um, I'm expecting th- a 50 goal season. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it, it sounds like the most likely thing for him is still uh, the queue. It sounds like that's where he's going to end up playing. Okay, yeah. I mean, if he has a deal there, then it, he's going to go work out. It, it'll either be the Q or Abbotsford, it sounds like. They, yeah. it, I don't think he's NHL ready, but, man, I got to admire the confidence. You know what? It's probably good for him to be in North America then because, like, a guy like that, he could easily go back to Europe, you know, play in the K, play in the – what do they call their development league out there? I think it's the um, it's the, the AHL equivalent out there, right? Yeah. He could play in one of those. The VHL, that's what it's called. Yep. And um, The V. Yeah, the V. But the it's good that he's v. that he's staying in North America, or he wants to be here, because that just you know furthers that um, that expectation that he's going to try to make the team, and mm-hmm. he's not going to want to go back like a lot of uh, European players seem to uh, to have that uh, expectation that they might want to go back. Yeah, no, his uh, his goals are pretty clear here with what he wants to do. Yeah, the only issue is is it's just finding a spot on that top nine to fit in, because like. The only player that I can see that you're beating out of that lineup is Tanner Pearson. That's because I want him out of the lineup. Yeah. But it's it's never going to happen because yeah. for some reason the Canucks want him there. Otherwise, you're beating out either Hoglander or Pod Colson because your top six are set. Yeah. And you're not going to play him on the fourth line. If you offered the guy a spot on the fourth line, I'm sure he'd take it. But... That's yeah, but it's, it's not, it's not going to help him in Develop him properly, right? Develop yeah. him properly. Don't just put him on the fourth line for the sake of putting him in the NHL, right? Wait till he's ready to play the role he's supposed to play. I guess Who knows? So, yeah. Maybe two years, Tanner Pearson is out. Yeah, I mean... We get rid of him. Tanner Pearson could be a great uh, deadline trade, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and we get rid of Tanner Pearson, and then he slots into that lineup, and now, if he pans out, our top nine just look really nice. Yeah, exactly. And really young. Yeah, that's the thing that this team has a lot of is they have a lot of skilled youth still. The old, like the oldest player on this team within that kind of youth core is Bo Horvat. Yeah, <laughs> like he's considered an old guy on the team. Yeah, he's twenty six, yeah. I believe. Yeah, he is. So, yeah, no, it's it's looking good. The future looks bright. Spe- speaking of the future, let's uh, let's actually go to the past real quick. Richard Brodeur, legendary Canucks goalie, turned sixty nine. Today, the day of recording this, so on Wednesday. Usually we wouldn't bring up birthdays, especially from uh, players in the 80s, but, uh, I mean, you got to wish him a happy 69th, right? Yeah, of course. Y- we, we can't not do that. Yeah. Uh, also, his na- his nickname was uh, King Richard, mm-hmm. which is a pretty sick nickname, and it's yep. also kind of funny that you could also use King Dick. Yep. So King Dick turns 69 today. Happy birthday, buddy. Yep. Hell yeah. That's <laughs> pretty nice. Friend of the show. He's definitely listening. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Just, just wanted to get that out there. Yeah. Happy 69th, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, great. I mean, on that note, <laughs> you know, I guess uh, I guess we might we might need to jump into the goof of the week. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, We'll get into my, my segment, but I just... Something happened this week that I wanted to touch on when I got the bit of the spotlight here this week. And it's kind of a sadder note, so I will kind of speed it up. But it's um, it's kind of important, to me at least. Um, you guys familiar with Norm MacDonald? Yes, I am. And I, and yeah. I, I did know. I yeah, you know where this is going. Yeah. yeah. So Norm MacDonald passed away uh, this week. Mm-hmm. And typically, you know, it's kind of a somber occasion to say, you know, someone passed away and we you know, pass our condolences to the family, in which we do. Um, but I really wanted to bring this up because, you know, this guy was such a huge influence on me as a kid. He was such a funny guy, you know, watching old clips of him on SNL, watching him in TV shows, just, you know, clips from his podcast. He was just such a funny, influential guy, and he'll really be missed. And so I just wanted to kind of throw that out there to uh, Norm McDonald. 
The Daily Offside actually found a pretty good quote from uh, Norm Macdonald about how he uh, he did not like the Vancouver Canucks very much. <laughs> and uh, I just thought this was hilarious when I saw it. The quote was, I think when they first came out, they got on my wrong side because their logo was a fucking hockey stick. And that drove me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the whole quote. But yeah. he just, dude was not a Canucks fan, but yeah. we were a him fan. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, as Jake said, rest in peace. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's transition back into the goof of the week. What a goof! <laughs> this, of course, is my segment uh, where every week I scour the internet and I look for the story that involves the player, coach, uh, organization, personnel, or whatever uh, that's sports-related, and I bring it to light and tell you guys about the biggest goof of the week. Just made a complete goof of themselves. And this week... We turn back to the NFL. The NFL just started. They had their week one um, last weekend. A lot of uh, interesting games we could talk about. But we're going to talk about one specific thing that came up after one of the games. So, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the name Julio Jones. I am not. He um, Very good receiver. <laughs> yeah. He, he's been considered one of the best wide receivers in the NFL for a few years. Um, maybe dipped off the last few years, but he's still definitely in that upper echelon of, of wide receivers. Okay. And he was traded in the offseason in a bit of a blockbuster deal, and he went to Tennessee Titans. Mm. And so I was pretty excited. And so watching the games last weekend, Tennessee came out and laid a dud. Julio Jones did not perform very well. And in the first quarter, he was actually flagged for an unnecessary roughness uh, penalty, which is an individual penalty that the team has to pay for in football. I don't know how familiar our listeners are with football. So I'll just explain that very briefly. Anyway, after the game and they lost, the uh, head coach of the Tennessee Titans came out and berated Julio Jones for this. Really? Yeah. And uh, a bit of a surprise. He mentioned that it was a critical mistake in the loss of the game. Again, 15-yard penalty in the first quarter of the game. <laughs> yeah, that's like... Not that important. <laughs> yeah, that's like taking, what, a double minor in the first period of a hockey game? It's yeah. Like taking a single minor in the first period of a hockey game. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, 15 yards is... Yeah, it's about a two-minute penalty. You okay, know? okay. And... Um, and yeah, and, and you know, the, the coach just came on and said, you know, what he did was absolutely nothing that they coach or teach or, or influence in their players, which I don't know the severity of the penalty. I didn't physically see it. Um, but nevertheless, I mean, a coach should almost never come out after the first game that a brand new player to the team has played and put him on blast like that. So biggest goof of the week, biggest goof of the week this week is Mike Vrabel, head coach of the Tennessee Titans. Biggest goof of the week. Yeah, that's a goof move, all right. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't hang your player out to dry like that, especially in his first game with your team. Unless like, he killed somebody. But <laughs> I don't think he did. <laughs> I haven't seen any murder charges, so I think we're all right. Yeah, I, I don't have the specifics of what the penalty was, but I mean, like, it's a 15-yard unnecessary roughness penalty. Those are typically, like, pushing the quarterback while he's on the ground, or and even that would be more than 15 yards. So yeah. it's like... He didn't. He definitely didn't warrant his coach coming out and putting him on blast. Wh whoever Carolina's head coach was before Brenda Moore, I, I don't know who it was, but it was when we traded Eddie Lack. He was talking about how like Eddie Lack had one pretty good year with Carolina, and then the next year he was just awful. But he came out and was talking about how bad he was and about how Lack needed to be better and stuff. He's like, "There's 60 goalies in the league." He's like, "You know the 60th best one? I do." 
<laughs> Jesus. <laughs> just straight up called Jesus. him the worst goalie in the world. Oh, line. yeah, I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no one cared as much because he was just a backup goalie and at that point, and it didn't matter. Yeah, but he was the worst in the league. Yeah, but not too often your coach comes out and says, you're the worst player in the league to the media. Yeah, that reminds me of like a couple years ago when Dave Tippett put Alex Chase yeah. on hump blast. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, you said like the whole reason why the team sucked is because Alex Chase on wasn't putting up points. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> dude, this is your third line center and yeah. you're, you're trying to like, I don't know. I don't know. You're trying to put him on the second, first line. Yeah. Like he, he's been a third line player his entire career. Yeah, they missed the playoffs, and they have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl yeah. on their roster. No, and Alex Chase. <laughs> That's your problem. Right there. Not, not yeah. Milan Lucic or James Neal or whoever they yeah. had at the time. Like, but yeah, Alex Koskinen in net. Or like Cam Talbot was probably in net at that point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, yeah, God. let's blame our third liner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's an easy scapegoat. Yeah. Coach is like, man. If I don't pick somebody, I'm getting fired. <laughs> uh, you. Yeah. You looked at me funny. Yeah, the guy that can't speak English. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I get more ice oh, time. Yeah. <laughs> you say my name. Yeah. Ooh. You say my name is good. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Chase off for captain. <laughs> Capital C. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, that was good goof. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Excellent guys. goof. Yeah. Thanks. All right, jumping back into NHL signings, we have we have a couple more that uh, that happened this week. Oh fuck, Alex Chason's Canadian. He can definitely speak English. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think fuck. he's European. But I'm, gonna, I'm gonna double check. No, yeah, he's he's Canadian. <laughs> he knows exactly what's going on here. Well, <laughs> shit. Like when I thought Josh Ho Sang was Chinese. <laughs> Second generation Canadian. <laughs> yeah, he's from oh like Kitchener. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I guess we could have figured with Alex, eh, Alex Chase on. Eh. Yeah, it, it I was like Alex Edler, Alex Chase on. I thought maybe he was Swedish. Yeah, because you know, Alex is a super uncommon North yeah. American name. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess like with all Alex our accents, Ovechkin. we, we kind of rolled that as Russian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's uh, where I took that. I could have sworn he was Russian. Yeah, I thought he was like somewhere European. All right, well, yeah, family might be, but yeah. I know he's Canadian, so uh, I guess, yeah. so I guess he understood no, perfectly. He, yeah, he understood exactly <laughs> that he was trash, and he was the reason <laughs> the Edmonton Oilers suck, <laughs> and not their no defense and shit goaltending. Yeah, well, don't worry, they got Mike Smith. Yeah, yeah. Two years later, break a hip. Yeah, he's forty-year-old Mike Smith in net. <laughs> Oh my goodness! All right, sorry to interrupt. You got to interview an Oilers fan soon. Oh my god, man! I mean, they got to be sick of just all being the brunt of the joke all the time. Oh, it's honestly they'd be fine if it wasn't for Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, or Alex Jason. (laughs) He's got to be sick of being the brunt of the joke (laughs) all the time. Well, lucky for him, I'm pretty sure he was put on waivers last year, and he's not not playing in the NHL anymore. (laughs) Just when he thought it went away, the Vancouver boys brought it back. (laughs) All right, jumping back into a couple of the NHL signings, uh, Calgary signed Brad Richardson, ex-Canuck. Ex-Pred. (laughs) Ex-Pred. And Eric Branson, ex-Canuck. Ex-Pred. There you go. Um, I thought that was funny, too, because it's just reliving the whole Calgary Canucks thing from last year where they just signed all of our free agents. Now they're going after former roster players. Yeah, it's Clearly, if it ain't working 
Hey, don't work. Don't go fix it. Yeah, just keep but trying to build. And keep signing ex Canucks. Yeah, just keep trying to build the Vancouver Canucks 2020 bubble roster. <laughs> yeah, the Vancouver Canucks of 2006. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Eric Branson, former third overall pick. Yep. You know, certified guy. Yep. Certified guy, certified big guy, yeah. Eric Branson. <laughs> big guy, everyone sure, looks up God. to him. You we've, think- we've talked about Eric Branson so much on this podcast. <laughs> a weird amount. Yeah, right? <laughs> we, great leadership. We yeah. joked, I was, gonna, I was just going to say, do you think they'll give him the alternate when he goes to Calgary? No, he gets a C. <laughs> he replaces Giordano. He's yeah, gone. I mean, so, that's right. So it has yeah. to be Branson. They do need a Makes new sense. big defenseman. Yeah, I mean, can, okay, but who would you give the C to in Calgary? Right to now? Branson. <laughs> well, Dude, obviously should, good brands. They now, should but give. Like, they should give all the ex like the Canuck players the letters. <laughs> Just strip everybody. Yeah, give Markstrom the C. Ten of the A. No, yeah, Josh Levo an A. I mean, I feel like <laughs> sounds like an All Star team. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, from I feel like it's a tough team to try and give a letter to because it's like your big players. It's like I don't know if those players are going to be there long term. Yeah, I, I, that's the thing is, I mean, like Matthew Kachuk is not a captain right now. No, but no, way. But, but but look at the team and who else do you give it to? Gaudreau, he's probably out mid. I, I think I think Monahan is probably your the best same bet thing. if he was going to be there long term. But he's not. Well, we don't know that he's not. Yeah, I, I'd be shocked if he finishes the season there. I was thinking, like, I wouldn't be surprised if like Elias Lindholm got something. Because he's he's a leader on that team, but yeah, more yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. He's he's one of those guys where it's like it depends if he's a good locker room guy too. Yeah, because yeah. like, who knows? I mean, maybe <laughs> give Milan her to Tana. <laughs> Milan Lucic, <laughs> Lucic for captain. The the one thing we haven't even talked about yet is the fact that Goodbranson not only got signed, but he got signed for two million dollars. Yeah, that's a league min guy right there. That's a huge payout for well, yeah. he's twice the size of a regular guy so he needed double the money <laughs> like, like is that hey, third overall pick man yeah, i was that, just gonna say that is, is a steal do you think, do you think that's why <laughs> yeah. like let's pretend you know in real life he went in like the third round which is where a player of his caliber would usually go on a right? good on a good draft year, yeah sure. a very but, good draft yeah. year. but the, opposite on a very bad draft year. yeah <laughs> i was gonna say whoa <laughs> No, but like seriously, he's when you look at him now, he's a guy where if you got what his career is out of a third round pick, you're not overly disappointed with that. That's like a, you know, would he still be making the same kind of money if he wasn't the third overall pick? Does that really carry a premium this far into someone's career? I, I think it has to because yeah, there's yeah. no other <laughs> no. reason why he keeps getting these big contracts. Yeah. Like if you I, look I at his stats. Defensemen are just hard to come by, I guess, right well, now. Well, he, he is a right-handed defenseman. And, that's, and he's huge. So He is big. <laughs> that's <laughs> where the money comes, I guess. The leadership, too, I guess. Uh, well, you, you have another veteran guy that you signed with Richardson who got 800K. Yeah, right. but he'll spend Almost the entire year minimum. on the LTIR. Yeah, exactly. that's or, all he does. <laughs> or no, or on the PK, he's legendary. On he the PK. is actually pretty good on the he, PK. I know he's fantastic in the faceoff dot. He's got great PK numbers, but he can't stay healthy. Neither no. could Tanev. But hey, well, I'll say this too though that like alive. if you if you need him to, now. he can fight too. He's a tough guy. He's kind of like BX at the end of his career. He doesn't really do anything. Oh else, God, I thought you're talking about Richardson. <laughs> I am. You, you think Richardson can fight? Yeah. Yeah. Tough dude. 
He can. Grew up in the Bronx. Yes. But then again, if you're signing Eric Branson, why do okay, you want Brad can Richards and fighting for The whole team is built to fight. You got yeah. Lucci, <laughs> yeah, Branson, Rick Branson. They're all 35-year-old fighters. That's it. Yeah, all right. Well. Tanev, local yeah. fighter. It, Tanev has been yeah. in, I Trade think, a first like, for Reeves. <laughs> oh, dude, greatest no. trade. <laughs> the Rangers probably wouldn't even take that. Yeah. No, they need Reeves. Yeah. He's just going to go after Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> Your job is just to attack a, Wilson. Just a heat-seeking missile. <laughs> yeah. You have no job here other than to attack Tom Wilson. That's going to yeah. be that's gonna be fun to watch, that series. Oh, yeah. Any game this year between yeah. the yeah. New York Rangers. Yeah, and that's Washington something Capitals. we could live stream, honestly. We could get that going when yeah, they play. Fun. We could get some like viewing parties with, yeah, absolutely. with watching yeah. some games and stuff. Yeah, yeah, if you guys would be interested in seeing something like that, DM us on uh, Instagram at Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's right. And, uh, yeah, we can get something like that going. Absolutely. Not if, when you guys are interested, because we're going to do it either way. <laughs> you might not be interested yet, but, but oh, you, you will, will be. be. <laughs> <laughs> won't make you interested. Oh, yes. boy. We're, we're going to have strippers. And for every, what the hell? <laughs> for, every <laughs> sub, for every subscriber, we're shotgunning. That's just, wow. Yeah, okay. yeah that's, every that's time the, we get a new subscriber, we'll all shotgun a beer. Yep. Yeah. We'll so, be excited to shotgun both of those beers. Well, we, with shotgun we, Jake out of the picture now, we got to figure out We got new shotgun, shotgun Jake, Jake well, now. fucking Tyler a couple weeks ago, he's like, every time someone says your name, you have to shotgun a beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. every, every time someone says Jake in the chat, shotgun for Jake. <laughs> shotgun two beers. <laughs> I'm just going to sit there and type in Jake on repeat. <laughs> copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. You're going to roll me out of your house. <laughs> I got a spare room. I got a bed in there now. Yeah, all right, great. Before I vomit all over the thing. <laughs> He's going to ruin your house. Yeah, yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm ripping up keg. that carpet anyways. I have a keg and just Actually, refill cans. Speaking of, speaking of kegs, uh, yeah. did you guys see uh, uh, Fireball is releasing a keg that holds 100 shots of Fireball? In a keg? Oh Wait, yeah, in a keg. So it's got like the keg pour thing and everything. It's a keg of fireball. So you do keg oh stands of fireball? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. I mean like, oh man. That's a lot of fireball. Yeah, that's a lot of fireball. <laughs> We're getting it for the boys. Vancouver, <laughs> Vancouver Boys Podcast is getting yeah. the fire, fireball, fireball keg. keg. <laughs> Sounds great. Lovely. I'm excited. I'm not. <laughs> I'm tasting cinnamon until I go to my okay. deathbed. <laughs> I, I know this is unpopular. Can't stand Fireball, man. It, it's like my least favorite shot to take. Yeah, you know what? I'm kind of in the same boat. With I you. will take the most disgusting tequila you can find over Fireball any day. Marcus is a big Jagger guy. Oh, I love Jagger. Can't yeah. count him, but he loves it. <laughs> I love Jagger. You have to stop bringing that up, man. There was one time I had a few too many drinks. I was unable to count how many shots were on the counter. <laughs> Do you know this story? No. Okay, we you have to tell it. We were going out clubbing. What What was the club again? Was it, um, it was Republic? Day Republic. Day. Uh, we were there with a few friends, and uh, uh, I ended up getting a round of uh, Jagger bombs for uh, like some of the people that were there. And so the guy lines them up on the counter. And I take a picture on Snapchat, and I'm I'm gone at this point. Like I'm I'm. It's pretty late into the night. I'm properly yeah. drunk. And if you okay. go out with this guy, you know it doesn't matter if it's two thirty in at night. Like everyone's <laughs> left, he's still buying shots. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I like yeah. it. But anyway, the guy lines up the shots, and so I take a picture on Snapchat, and I'm trying to think of like you know just a cool caption. Yeah. And again, I'm pretty drunk, so I'm like whatever, and I write Jagger times four, like Jagger X four. <laughs> Post it on my Snapchat story. I'm like, whatever. Everyone takes them. The next morning, 
I wake up with like a whole bunch of Snapchat notifications from people. I'm like, what? It wasn't that cool of a story. It was just a picture of shots. Yeah. And J- I wake up, we, we all stayed at uh, someone's house and Jake's just fucking laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm like, what? He's like, you fucking idiot. You wrote Jagger times four. There's five shots on the camera. <laughs> Clearly five Jagger bombs. And so, oh yeah, Jagger and then four more. (laughs) Jagger and then four. Jagger plus four times Jagger. (laughs) So I wake up and all the the notifications, like some of them are from people from my grad class I hadn't talked to in like four years messaging me and they're like, never change, Marcus. That is the greatest thing. Oh, so funny. (laughs) But, man, just never going to live that down. Oh. All right, Jake, what's your go-to shot? My go-to shot? Yep. Honestly, as funny as it is, Jager bombs. All right. I'm a Vegas bomb kind of guy. Yeah. But uh, but I do love my Jager bombs. Yeah. Slow news week, everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Slow news week. All right. Another signing. We'll get back into some hockey. Yeah, this one will get Tyler excited. Yeah. Tyler Bozak signs a a one-year league minimum with St. Louis. I'm thrilled, as you can tell. Yeah. (laughs) What a steal of a contract. Yeah. I, I think he was like... Maybe he had too much Jagger when he signed it. He's just like, <laughs> yeah. is that is that yeah. seven point five million? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. Spent the night hanging out with Marcus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> spends like five million dollars that night. Realizes yeah. it's only seven hundred fifty thousand. Can't afford car insurance for it's the like, month. Yeah, it's like, hey, uh, St. Louis, you gonna pay this tab? Because I yeah. can't afford it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No, but he did. I see that he was on like a forty-eight point pace line. Last season, it was ridiculous. Yeah, for a league minimum, that, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a face-off and, and penalty kill kind of guy, you know. And yeah, he, he's a good third line center. Yeah. He's gonna, and, and at that like that is yeah. insane. Yeah. I, I'm shocked that that's the contract he got. And he's well, like he signed it. Yeah, maybe maybe they know something we don't. He's maybe some health issues. Maybe he's you know not having such a great off season. There could be a million things, right? But who knows. Yeah, all he's got to do is show up to be worth that contract. So yeah, and bring a couple faceoffs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In other St. Louis news, uh, David Backus signed a one-day contract. Yeah, that was awesome. I love seeing that to uh, right. to retire with mm-hmm. St. Louis. So yeah. that was uh, that was pretty great to see. He was saying after his last game there, he's like, "I knew what I had to do. This is where I grew up playing. This is where I played my career. Yeah, where you won a cup. Where I won. Like I loved it here. So it's like I had to retire." Yeah, I had to retire with as a St. Louis Blue. I, I love it when teams do that, and that's something I've been bad. I've been mad at the Canucks for before because there's two very specific players that they should have done that with and didn't. Can we guess? Sure. I'm thinking Bieksa. Nope. Anson Carter. No. <laughs> okay. Was, was, okay. Then Roberto Luongo. Also no. So he, well, here's the thing. Luongo Marcus played Naslin. Yes. Okay. That's one of them because he played one throwaway year for the Rangers, the Rangers at the yeah. end of his season. That yeah. was just stupid. Yeah. Um, Todd Bertuzzi? <laughs> definitely no. Um, Thanks for Brent Sopel? Matthias Olin? The entire 2004-2005 Canucks roster? Eddie Locke? <laughs> it, it will become apparently obvious when I say it, but Alex Burroughs. Oh, yeah. There's in Ottawa, right? Yeah. Evgeny Kuznetsov. <laughs> Never been a Canuck. Signs a one-day contract to retire here. Dude, if I was like, yeah, I heard the housing market's pretty. 
<laughs> Dude, want to live by the water. If, if I did, if I was in the NHL, I would totally do that. I'd be like, if I played for Vancouver my entire career and I was like a solid player, if I was a Vetchkin and I was in Washington, I would be like, you know, I want to sign a one-day contract in Ve- with Florida. Yeah, like Vegas. <laughs> yeah. I want to retire a Florida Panther. Yeah. It retires a number for that, I bet. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys didn't take the easy jab at Nashville there. <laughs> Nobody yeah. wants to retire there. <laughs> All right, there it is. <laughs> you wanted a jab. There it is. All right, yeah, I regret it. Um, no, yeah. I just I, I never got why the Canucks did. Like, Nasland, I kind of get it. That became more popularized, like, later, I think, in the last, like, five to ten years, maybe. Sure. But, and the, the thing with Luongo is he spent half his career as and, a Panther. Yeah. Like, you know, it didn't yeah. make as much sense. Yeah, it'd be disrespectful for him to... You know, flip over and sign as a Canuck. Yeah. E- even Bieksa played like three seasons for Anaheim. Like those yeah. ones I get. But Burroughs played one year, well, one and a half seasons for Ottawa. Yeah. He did get in the ring of honor though. He did. He did. But that's what I mean. That would be the perfect time to announce it. He signed a one-day contract and he's retired as a Canuck and, he, and he's in the ring of honor. You know, they, I, I just don't I, get why they never do that. I, I just don't know if he can because he's technically under contract as a coach. <laughs> Well, that's true. Actually, he was he was already coaching their um, yeah. the Laval Rocket, yeah. I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll do it after his, all his coaching's up. I don't know. When he's an old man, <laughs> yeah. sign him to a one day contract. Five years Psych, old. It's a game day. <laughs> Bro, Burroughs gets a hattie at sixty five. <laughs> Yeah, and then just the celly from when he slayed the dragon <laughs> just fucking <laughs> right into the boards. <laughs> Breaks a hip. <laughs> Scores the game winner oh, with man. his cane. <laughs> he's 65, not 95. Yeah. Short house is 105. <laughs> and he's still calling the play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's got Garrett's urn beside him. <laughs> <laughs> it's John and John. Yeah. Earn spills <laughs> over and he just says, but did you see the golden? <laughs> that's, oh, that's the best thing about Garrett. The play can have nothing to do with the goalie. And he's, but watch the goalie. Yeah. Watch him crack the puck. <laughs> Look at him drink that water bottle. Damn. <laughs> Couldn't happen without that. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, should we throw it into break? All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> I, I think it's time we should uh, we should take a little break here. So uh, we're gonna throw it into break and uh, we'll be right back after a word from our fake sponsor. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is brought to you by Applebee's. Much like Jimmy Vesey's contract with the New Jersey Devils, they could not be less relevant if they tried. Applebee's, we barely exist. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys podcast. That's her name. Don't wear it out. Man, we got to sign this guy to a six by six. Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. Welcome back from break, everybody. We have breaking news. Breaking news. John Ferguson. <laughs> John who? 
John he, Ferguson. Was he like a late night guy? Is joining <laughs> the Arizona Coyotes. Holy as the assistant GM. Stop the presses, everyone. <laughs> news, news. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, oh? that's what it's come to this week, hasn't it? <laughs> Who the hell even is this guy? I don't know. So he actually used to be the GM of the Maple Leafs. Really? When? I don't know. I was shocked when I read that as well. 1307. <laughs> Lovely. I think it might have been a bit more recently than that. <laughs> can turn of the century. He's <laughs> the assistant general manager. Okay. Am I right? Of the Leafs? Of the Yotes. <laughs> oh, right. My bad. <laughs> of the Arizona Coyotes. Ferguson. This guy looks like Woody Harrelson. <laughs> he does look like Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see it. Look up, I can't I look up a picture it. of John Ferguson and tell me he doesn't look like fucking Woody Harrelson. Oh. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. Man, just Absolutely. change the hair a bit and it's the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you give Woody Harrelson a hairline and he is John Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, if Woody Harrelson could grow hair. <laughs> All right. Lovely. Oh, what fantastic news. Exactly. Yep. Um, Very big yeah. deal. So for all those people who came here for their Arizona Coyotes news, that isn't related to the fact that the team's going to be moving in a few years. Oh, also, his, his new role has not even been announced yet. It's just that he's joined the organization. All right. So me telling everyone he's the assistant GM is... That's is, incorrect. Well, no, it's what's going to happen. I can see the future. Okay. You're predicting yep. he's... Yeah, he's predicted GM. before. I'm, I'm confident. It's like Eichel's going to Montreal. He's actually it's still going to happen. He was actually with the Leafs for a long time, from 03 to 08. So I guess Burke would have taken over for him? I guess so. That's like, that's five years? That's a pretty long time to be Correct in a big market Correct me if I'm like wrong, that. but that's also the last time they made the playoffs. Or sorry, they made it past the first round of the playoffs. Is in that window. <laughs> that is correct. 2004, I believe, right yeah. at the beginning of his tenure. So, uh, hey. <laughs> Clearly, Arizona knows yeah, what they they're know doing. They're doing hiring a yeah. guy. Just the GM is, if you want to follow the clear. lead of any NHL organization, it's the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> clearly, they know what they're doing. Yeah, clearly. There we go. And yeah, the, the story here is that John Ferguson looks like Woody Harrelson. <laughs> That's the most exciting thing to come out of this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And the Phoenix Coyotes. Yeah. And <laughs> sticking with the uh, the Coyotes, Paul Biznasty Bissonette. Oh yeah. Ambassador for the Coyotes and ex-player just got hired by Turner Sports as a studio analyst for the NHL. Turner Sports being the company that runs TNT, I believe. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah, that is going to be a fun panel to watch. He, I, I, any I, panel with that guy is going to be fun I to know. watch, man. He's the he's the funniest guy in hockey. Oh, he is hilarious. Yeah. So, like, the hockey world is kind of new to this, getting, like, good, exciting analysts that are funny. You know, ho hockey for so long has just been the a panel of old men that are just grumpy. I feel like that's really changed, at least in Canada, with BXA. I feel like that was kind of the first step to, like, hey, not everything has to be the most serious thing in the world. We can have some fun. We can relax. We can joke. Yeah. And I feel like that's spreading really quickly. Yeah, because BXA kind of started the whole ripping on the other analysts, you know? A little. In the hockey world, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's one place where the NHL was just way behind. Like, basketball uh, and, and football have had oh, that yeah. forever. Yeah, think about Charles Barkley and Shaq. Like, those yeah. guys are hilarious. Exactly. And they're on TNT. And so, you know, it's, yeah, it seems like the perfect direction. Yeah. 
I, I agree. This this is the best way to keep young fans engaged, I think. I enjoy it more. A big thing that got me into the podcast is listening to the Spit and Chicklets podcast, which has Paul Bissonette, Ryan Whitney, R.A., and Mikey Grinelli. I feel like they're kind of part of that group that really started sports podcasts that made it fun and made it made it interesting to do and, and kind of listen to. Yeah, they popularized it for sure. Yeah, so I, it's just... Yeah, I mean, it's just, like those guys kind of just made me want to get into it, and yeah, and now so, that now yeah. that one of them's moving on to work in a studio, um, I think it'd be really cool if TNT reached out to uh, Ryan Whitney and invited him too. Oh, like, like, I thought like, you were gonna say they reached out to us. <laughs> oh, I mean that too. That would be great. Dude, yeah, I wouldn't say no to that. Yeah. but I mean, think about it, right? Like these guys started playing in the NHL. They they transitioned that into a podcast where they've had success. And now Paul Biznet's transitioning that into a job in the industry. And then, you know, hopefully he can see more success from there. And I think a big part of that is due to his chemistry with Ryan Whitney. And I think it'd be really cool if TNT reached out and hired him as well. But, uh, be a smart play. Pink Whitney. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, all, they're already fucking millionaires, like whatever. But I just think it's, I think it's really cool. Like you had mentioned before that the industry is starting to look at it as more fun because that's ultimately what this is all about. Right. It's what is the it's, fans want. It's that's, that's exactly it. And the game has, the game I was worried about was transitioning into being so buttoned up and Gary Bettmanized. And now it yeah. seems to be kind of relaxed a little bit more. You know, like PK Subban can really be himself. That's kind of my like litmus test for how serious things get, right? Is like, how much leash does PK Subban get? Yeah. And I mean, the guy's in movies right now. So um, <laughs> it, it, they've definitely loosened up their uh, grip on the fun of the game and, and seeing Paul Bizanet get this position, it's actually huge. Mm -hmm. Well, now that we're done with that, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, let's jump into a little more of my team here. And uh, St. Yeah. Louis released their jerseys yeah. for the, uh, their classic game coming up. Yeah. This yeah. Year. Yeah. Last week we touched on uh, Minnesota's winter classic jerseys, which were horrible. Awful Absolutely were. horrible. So now it's time for us to dunk on the St. Louis jerseys. I feel like there's a lot more they could have done. I, I mean, I don't, I don't not like them. They're plain and simple, and and like they look okay, but I feel like they could have really spiced things up. Here's the thing: is I, I agree, and I I almost feel like this is just the opposite side of the coin that Minnesota had, where they just went too far with everything for no reason. Mm. This one is like. I'm sorry. It just looks like the St. Louis away jersey. Like it, it's, you know, I know that they've lightened the blue color a bit, and they've maybe made made it more of a cream than a white. But like, really, they they couldn't have found anything more exciting than than that. Yeah, it's like they're afraid to change. Yeah, and like we were just praising them last week about having one of the best jerseys of all time with the yeah the red and blue one from the late '90s. Like, God, they have so many it's like they don't realize they have all these options and then they just end up playing it safe like this. Honestly, I'm more disappointed in this than I am embarrassed for Minnesota for what they did. Like this, this really is so disappointing because they could have done something really cool. I don't understand why teams don't really try to make something that's like really old fashioned looking and it isn't like minimalist. One thing I really wish St. Louis would play around with more than they do is uh, they have this really cool shoulder patch with like a trumpet in it. And I always thought it was really interesting. Like it's only ever been a shoulder patch. It's never yeah. been like a prominent uh, part of their jersey. 
But I always thought it was really cool, and and I wish they would have uh, played around with it a, a bit more. Yeah, that could look pretty cool being on the front of the jersey there, just for like a game or so. Yeah, well, that's the thing about the Winter yeah. Classic is it's one game. You know, yeah, take, but I, take a risk, take a bit of a gamble. To me, that doesn't look like a Winter Classic jersey though. Like that looks to me like an alternate or reverse retro. Whereas like the Winter Classic to me is more like inspired by the past, but in a classic design yeah so uh, you know i don't know and i know it sounds crazy but like i would have loved if they had just used like a different color than cream and blue just went like way off the rip and just went like <laughs> i don't know green and red <laughs> the same well, you have the Minnesota, wild, yeah. the wild. <laughs> well i'm thinking like they've got yellow they've the got St. red Christmas and if they trees. had taken like the yellow and red and then made like something that looked completely different but that's more what they did with their reverse retro right uh-huh. was they went they really leaned into the red which was cool but i guess that's the problem is they just used that yeah i guess that's fair yeah i guess that's the other thing is st louis they've had some nice jerseys but they don't really vary that much they've always had pretty well the same primary logo you know it's i feel bad i wish they did more but it's like there's not much they can do with what they already have if that yeah. makes sense sticking with jerseys here um Colorado seems to be changing uh, the looks of theirs a little bit. Marcus, you want to touch on that? Yeah, so a leaked photo has come out of what seems to be a practice where they've experimented with it, where on the back of their jerseys, they've altered the numbers uh, to have a light blue that's supposed to be some kind of throwback to the Nordiques jerseys. Oh, yeah. And, um, well, quite frankly, I think it looks awful. Yeah, they got like powder blue. That blue doesn't match any of the other other blue like on their jerseys. That's the problem is they have blue stripes on their jerseys. They have blue pants. But this is a different kind of blue. It's not the same color. So I I don't... And as of right now, too, this is just a leaked photo. They haven't really announced anything. They have, you know, usually teams do that when they change it. Uh, But this picture that someone took at their practice, it's, uh, it's not looking good. What is with teams and jerseys right now? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they got to figure it out. It's like they're trying to do something and trying to stand out, but it's just not working for anybody. And we just ripped on the, on um, St. Louis for not doing enough, but this is, just, this is just a weird move that didn't need to be made. Like the white numbers looked fine on the home jerseys. Mm. Do better. <laughs> They pay a lot of people some good money trying yeah, to, to come up out. with this shit. <laughs> and it, it just ain't working. Yeah. All right. We are jumping into kind of our new segment that we've started a couple weeks back um, where we ranked our top 10 wingers. And then last week we ranked our top 10 defensemen. Mm-hmm. Well, this week we are ranking our top 10 goaltenders. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So something tells me there's going to be a lot of differences on these lists. Why would you think that? I have no clue. (laughs) I just have a feeling Jake's picking an interesting number one choice. It's not (laughs) like any of us have a reputation for being heavily overrating one very (laughs) specific goalie. (laughs) Well, that would be crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These lists are obviously impartial. Yeah. <laughs> Why would we be biased at all? <laughs> but by the way, I just got to bring up, I smoked you guys in the polls for our last ones, for our uh, 
our defenseman. Yeah. Marcus created a bunch I, of fake accounts I and was, voted for himself. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to avoid that because I couldn't I couldn't handle the embarrassment. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I think I think Jake won the the uh, wingers. I did, yeah. Uh, I, I won the defenseman, so we'll see what happens with the... Tyler gets no sympathy votes, by the way. No, no, do <laughs> no. not vote for no. Tyler just because we said that. Oh, my yeah. list is all over the place for this one, so I'm not expecting any votes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> for the heads up. <laughs> vote for me. <laughs> yeah. Or don't if you want to be right. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, Marcus, let's, uh, let's start with you, and you take it away from your 10 through 7. 10 through 7, okay. First of all, I've got an honorable mention here, and I went with Robin Leonard, just because, you know, not bad. I think he's a bit overrated, but still pretty good. <laughs> um, at number 10, I've got Grubauer. Uh, number nine, I've got Shesterkin. Number eight, I've got Kemper. And at number seven, I have Connor Hellebuck. I just know these lists are going to be so different from each other. Can, can I just, before we go, Hellebuck's not on your list, is he, Jake? Um, or did I, he crack it? I'll, I'll give you this. I don't have three of those goalies on my list. Holy shit. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I can tell you right now that Robin Leonard yeah, isn't yeah. even on my top 32. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. I hate him. I've already yeah. said I will fight him. If, if he wants to go, I will go him. Yeah. All right. I'll pay On to the watch right that day, I'm sure you would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake, let's take it away with your 10 through 7. Alrighty. Uh, so my number 10 is Chris Drieger. My number 9 is Robin Leonard. My number 8 is Jakob Markstrom. And my number 7 is Carey Price. Whoa. <laughs> All right. After the season, Markstrom, right, no, we'll do the debating at the end. <laughs> that's right. Shut but, up, Marcus. But, that, but that's a stupid pick. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right. Well, my number 10, I have Connor Hellebuck. My number nine, I have John Gibson. My number eight, I have Shisterkin. My number seven, I have Varlamov. My number six is Varlamov. Number five, I've got Andre Fleury. Andre, sorry. Mark Andre? Oui, oui, Mark Andre. Yeah, his Italian cousin. <laughs> it, it's a me, uh, it's a me, Andre. <laughs> oh no, I mishandled the pot. Oh, oh no. no, oopsie. Oh no, we eliminated. Oh. That's a spicy beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your number five? I did not think this list would be this funny. <laughs> and number four, I have UC Soros. Wow. It's not high enough. <laughs> not high enough. Wow. I thought you were going to keep him off uh, the yeah, list. I'm, I'm I am surprised to see him there. I almost made him an honorable mention just to troll you. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad to see that you have him up there. Yeah, no, I as much as we rip on him, got to put respect on the name. He, he's a good goalie. Yeah. But two inches and he would have been number one, right? No. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Oh, man. Oh, is that? Yeah. That yeah. It's up to you there, big guy. All right. I'm next. All right uh, at number six, I have Alex Nedeljkovic. Mm. At number five, I have Connor Hellebuck. And at number four, I have John Gibson. My number six, I have Philip Grubauer. At five, 
I have Thatcher Demko. At four, I have UC Soros. <laughs> all right. So we all know where UC Soros should be on this list. <laughs> so <laughs> suspiciously, I don't have UC Soros on the list yet, or not so suspiciously. But honestly, like I, I don't think you guys would have UC Soros as high on this list if it weren't for the fact that I keep saying that he's this good goalie. Because like most people don't consider him to be as good of a goalie as he is. No, like it, it's it's <laughs> it's eating the truth is eating away at me. <laughs> it, it, it's hard. Like you know, we it, it's so fun to rip on them yeah. and on you and just on the Preds organization. It's easy, <laughs> but uh, no, I credit where credit is due. No, yeah. I got. You had to leave him outside the top three so that he doesn't get that Vesna nom. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, speaking of relevant goalies, uh, at number three we have future Calder winner. Thatcher Demko. Calder? Calder. He's going to win the Calder? <laughs> he's gonna, oh, well, no. He's going to be a rookie <laughs> uh, Sorry. At number three, you've got future Vesna winner, Thatcher Demko, who's going to save me from having to wear a Brad Marchand jersey or something stupid <laughs> yeah, like that. Get a that. tattoo of him. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. Um, at number two, I've got Andre Vasilevsky. Oh, my God. And everyone knows who I'm going to say at number one. I Oh, is the man. guy that if you are making a Stanley Cup run, this is the guy you want in your net, Carey Price. No comment. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Jake, who's your top three? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number three is also Thatcher Demko. Ooh! Okay. <laughs> All right. This mutual respect thing. I don't get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> This is a one-time thing. My He's number gonna two. He's going to have Soros at two. Watch. My number two is Andre. V <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I couldn't honestly put him above that. I do have UC Soros at number two. And I have Andre Vasilevsky at number one. Wow. Yep. Okay. I, I mean, like, I do think UC Soros on, 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 the good, on a good day <laughs> is a lot better than uh, Vasilevsky. But all in all, right now, Vasilevsky is a better goalie. But if he was two inches taller, UC Saros would be the best goalie in the league. And I stand by that. And if Vasilevsky was two inches taller, he would have never had a goal scored on him in his life. No, no, he'd, he'd, be, no, the he'd be in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of Vasilevsky, at number three, I have Vasilevsky. What? At wow. number two, I have Carey Price. Now, number one. If you fucking say Bennington. <laughs> if you say Bennington, I swear to God. I have Evgeny Kuznetsov. <laughs> no, just kidding. Sergey Rebrovsky. Oh, my <laughs> God. What the hell? <laughs> number one I'm, bench warmer. I'm totally kidding. Rebrovsky's not on my list. Okay. Marc-Andre Mark Fleury. Okay. Wait, I mean, you, that you put Fleury at I one. I put Fleury at one. Wow. Okay, well, we've got some debating to we do. Have, we have some fighting to do. <laughs> yes. But uh, honestly, before, other than that last thing that Tyler said, I respect your guys' lists. I'll, I'll say that first okay. and foremost. Well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I know you guys want to pick me apart for this. I put price at number one. Um, I, yeah, did I'll, you realize this it. is a current list, right? I do. I I'm do. okay with it. Okay, I, have, I have price above Vasilevsky too. So. <laughs> See, okay, here's, here's, here's the big point with him, right? Okay. Why didn't Seattle take him? Well, because Seattle's it was contract. Stupid. Hey, okay. Change, change the teams. Change the teams. 
Price has just as good as numbers if he's playing for Tampa. Right. I think there's injuries there. I, I think I think there's injuries there. That, okay. That's why they didn't take I think, Yeah, we can speculate I just, that. I think if we're looking at this season, who the best goalie in the league is, I don't think Price is in, in, in the top of the league. I don't think so. I, I think he's top 10, but I don't think he's anywhere near the very top of the list. I think no matter how shitty he is, he's earned to be the best. <laughs> okay, so that's just... So what that is then <laughs> okay. is, honestly, I get that. But for me, I just used a different philosophy when I made this list. And it was, if I'm building a team that I'm going to take to the Stanley Cup, like, this is my team. I have one chance to do it. I get one goalie to put in the net. It's him. Because he's proven to be one of the most clutch goalies in the league. As soon as the playoffs comes around, the guy turns into a brick wall. Well, I mean, Vasilevsky does have five straight shutouts in game seven in, yeah. in closing out games closing, where they yeah. win. That's true, and, and I have him at second. I have him at second, but Price is on a team nowhere near yeah. as and good. Anytime you put Price above Vasilevsky in this debate, it's not by much. No, exactly. Yeah. No, I'm not saying he's far and away the the leader, but you know, I, I've got them at one and two, and they're at one and two for a reason. I got Flurry at number one. <laughs> yeah, so, so let's I, go into yeah, that. Yeah, okay, I, we, yeah, yeah, we definitely need to talk about that, which obviously we're not going to have each other's lists memorized just by hearing them. No, but, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. That I'm not going to forget. Yeah, Andre Flurry's cousin, Mark Andre, <laughs> <laughs> is not on my list. I didn't have him on my list. Yeah, okay. So See, that concerns I, me. I think that's the first time that that's happened, where someone has picked anyone at number one, and yeah. someone else has left them off their list. Yeah. that That's... um. I yeah. mean, okay. I mean, I and you know what? I'm the perfect happy medium because I picked him at five. Well, th- okay, think about so. this. If you use his philosophy, who do you want in net to win a fucking cup? <laughs> you don't want Mark Andre Fleury. Who, who won the Vesna last year? Oh, God. Ma- yes, Mark Andre Fleury won the Vesna. His best but- goalie last year. He's going to be the best goalie this year. Oh, God. And uh, you can't even say he had the best team because he didn't. He had a, he pretty, had a pretty, he had a pretty good, good team. team. He did, but which, he didn't have the best team. <laughs> which that that is actually a good point that you brought up because that that whole thing about the team that plays in front of them is a, is a huge part of how I made my list. Yeah, I put really good goalies on weak teams on my list. I have John Gibson. Me too. Not as high as you. I have him at four. Put it this way, and I, I I stand by that. I, I was actually going to bring that up that that's a good pick that I didn't even think of, and and again because he's on such a bad team, he just doesn't cross your mind that often when you think of elite players. But but um, it's another goalie with injury problems. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. I, I mean, like, I still have Carey Price on my list. Yeah, and he has injury problems. But again, I think Gibson is a more valuable goalie than Price, and that's a better fair. goalie than Price right now. Yeah. And I'd rather I, have Gibson over Price right now. And, and there's a reason, too, that we all have Demko as high as we have him. And, and that's because look, the Canucks finished seventh in the north last yeah. year. That's brutal. But he was still enough to impress people. So that that that's part of why Demko's yeah. up there, too. Well, yeah, his age, his, his also his report card already. Oh, I know. Like, yeah. yeah. If he can take the next step next year, he's going to be unreal. Yeah. And he's going to save me from having to wear a stupid Boston Bruins jersey. <laughs> you better hope so. See, I and I put Hellbuck at ten just as a, a gimme for him. I hate Hellbuck. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I, I was surprised, Jake, that you had him in there too, because you've been very yeah. vocal about your dislike of, yeah. of Hellbuck. Yeah. Honestly, if I could take it back, I would. <laughs> like, okay. I, yeah. I don't know. I think I just I mean Jonathan Quick is a way better goalie. <laughs> yeah, well maybe five years ago. But like yeah. I don't know. Hellbuck's a solid goalie, but the more I look at the competition I have around him, yeah, no, I would have dropped him down a few pegs. 
And then, uh, yeah. But also, you guys haven't even brought up the fact that in my 10th spot was a bit contentious for me, but I put Chris Drieger in that spot. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious because obviously we've only really had one season of Chris Drieger. What do you guys think about that? I think that was a little ambitious. You think so, eh? I do. But, I mean, hey, he, he did well. Yeah. It, it, it's a bit high for me. I mean, did, did you have Grubauer on your list? Nope. No Grubauer. No Jake, Barlamov, Jake no hates Shister. Grubauer. Okay, I know. That's the other thing is I know that Grubauer plays on a stack team, and so he gets overrated yeah. sometimes. Grubauer's a backup. I See, that's where I disagree. I think he, he's overrated, but he's better than you give him credit for. Well, we'll find out because they're on the same team this year. <laughs> Guess you're right. Yeah. Actually, let me put this to you then. Who do you think is going to start in Seattle? Grubauer. Drieger or Grubauer? Grubauer. Grubauer. I, th- I think it's going to be Drieger. I think Drieger's the there in case Grubauer gets hurt. Well, the Drieger isn't making money. This is there in case Grubauer gets hurt. Wait, what's Drieger making? Five? Uh, roughly? I don't know if it's exactly Grubauer's five. making six. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like 4.25 to five. Somewhere in that range. But still, he's making enough money where he isn't making backup money right now. Yeah, that's true. So we want you guys to interact with our lists and vote on whose list is better. We're going to have them up on our Instagram page at Vancouver Boys Podcast. We also have a TikTok at Vancouver Boys Podcast, a Twitter at Vancouver Boys underscore. And for more serious inquiries, we have an email at Vancouver Boys Hockey at gmail.com. But we really want to see you guys on the Instagram interacting with uh, with these lists and, and to let us know if, if you like this kind of stuff. So, yeah, let us know where we went right. Let us know where Marcus went wrong. No, 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 no. Get out of here. <laughs> and flower power for number one, baby. Yeah, that is going to, man, any sympathy votes you were going to get, you just flushed down the toilet just with one yeah. pick. That's why I said yeah. I don't Plenty, need your votes. You might get a few votes. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right, jumping into the inbox. We got a few questions from the <laughs> listeners here. <laughs> jumping into the inbox. It just sounds like you're Let's getting into the inbox. Just, yeah. Literally <laughs> jump yeah, in. We're literally just, just leaping in there. We're yeah. leaping right yeah, into it's this. It's a big inbox. There's yeah. lots in there. <laughs> a lot of questions. Unfortunately, we will not be able to get to all of them because we kind of jammed this episode with a bunch of yeah. somehow <laughs> crazy information <laughs> that we didn't even know we were going to talk about. Yeah. So uh, our first question, a listener asks how you guys feel about Niels Hoglander wearing Louis Erickson's old number, number 21. Well, I think it's quite disrespectful, to be honest with you, when a legend retires or, or leaves the organization. You should give <laughs> it at least a year. <laughs> <laughs> legend no. retired. Yeah, yeah. Let, let him go up into the ring of honor or the rafters before he <laughs> Yeah, uh, Legend should have retired. No, I'm a, I, I'm a little bit surprised i guess yeah. i always i he just never really hinted that he wanted it i never really saw well i mean media. but how could you have known right uh, like sometimes you do like if you know if a player's worn a number for a long time or whatever but even in his old footage i can't remember him wearing number 21 so it's a maybe he, an odd <laughs> jump maybe he just wants to take after his father's footsteps good old father louis <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I will be able to say this. This is the first time ever that I can say I'm going to be happy to see someone wearing the number 21 on Horvat's line. 
<laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Maybe it was the number that was cursed and not the name. <laughs> oh, well, I'm pretty sure that was the name. That, that didn't seem like a hey, number. Hey, stop issue. bullying Louis Erickson. <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be over now. Yeah, Haka, right. Haka Paka loves him. <laughs> yeah, that was like Raka Raka Paka. Yeah, Rakuten. That would actually be a legit company. I don't know about, yeah. the, I don't know about this... Uh, the Swedish yes. reporter. Yeah, Nod to uh, last odd. week's episode. Yeah. If you missed it. Yeah. <laughs> there was a Swedish outlet that said that Canucks fans and Canucks media were bullying Louis Erickson. <laughs> Believe that we we had shackles on him. Right, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. What, what a, a ridiculous article. Yeah. Also, a number is just a number. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Unless it's unless it's in the rafters, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Another question here. Does Danila Klimovic make his way into the lineup this year? Yeah, it's tough. We touched on it a little bit earlier when we were talking about the rookie camp that's going on right now. I don't think so because you guys convinced me. <laughs> um, you guys mentioned that that basically he would only make the team in a fourth line capacity, and we don't think that that position is open there for him. That's you know, right. He's he's good. If he makes the team, it'll be on the third line or higher, and he's not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, he'll be, it seems like starting the year either in the queue or even at Abbotsford. But, uh, yeah. you know, maybe throughout the season, he might get to play a couple games if there's injuries. Uh, but I, I'd be surprised. Yeah, me too. I Most likely he plays the season either in the queue or in, in Abbotsford. Yeah. yeah, I think development is key with these young players. You don't want to jump them into the league too quickly and have a situation where you have like a nail Yakupov or... Gilbert Brule where they get torched in their yeah. first year and they're just not the players that they're yeah. supposed to be. So yeah, anyone drafted by the admission Oilers between the years 2008 and 2014. That's, that's yeah. why I was, that's why I went with some Oilers players. Yeah. All right. Another question. Who will be the most underrated Canuck this season? Okay. Th- this is a bit of a weird one. I think it could be Jack Rathbone. And the reason I say that is because last year he only played a few games, but he looked really, really skilled. But as far as the Canucks fans looking at rookies this year, all eyes have been on Pod Colson. So I feel like almost no matter how good Jack Rathbone looks, he might not get all the attention and the credit he deserves. I think your most underrated Canuck, this is kind of going to be a surprise to some of you, is Brock Besser. Really? You yep. think our first line winger <laughs> yep. is just going to go under the radar this season? <laughs> no, I, I, think, I see where he's coming from. I, I think he kind of has been going under the radar because he put yep. up a great year last year. Yeah, he and did. Nobody talks about him. It's always Elias Pettersson, JT Miller, yep. Bo Horvat. Yeah, this is a former All Star. Yeah. yeah, and and he's just sliding through under the radar. I think right now he's Vancouver's most underrated player. The one thing that annoys me just. Not about him, but about his presence is that every freaking season he gets brought up for trade rumors. And it's just because yeah. his contract is decent. His numbers are really good. And he just seems like a trade bait kind of guy. But I, I don't think people realize how attached the fan base is to him. He's not going anywhere. He's part of this core. There, There is very few pieces in the league that I could think they would ever ship him out for. Yeah. I wouldn't say this unless I meant it. And I think you guys know that. I agree with both of you. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you guys, Man, you guys put that in the archives. That's yeah. uh... a. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it'll be a rafter. Jake said you guys were both right. <laughs> yeah, what's the date? Yeah. September 15th, 2021. <laughs> what time? <laughs> what Nine that? on the dot. Nine Jesus. on the dot. <laughs> uh, something weird happened yeah. just right now. Yeah. What's the moon looking like? <laughs> just a full moon. <laughs> I think I can check that on my watch. Oh. Anyway, I, I think those are good picks, but I'm going to go with a bit of a different one too. It's a crescent moon tonight. <laughs> Darn crescent. <laughs> Sorry, Jake, go ahead. Um, yeah, thanks. Are you done talking about the fucking moon? <laughs> Are you done complimenting us? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course I am. I'm going to go with OEL. I think okay, that, that makes a lot of sense. That's I think, fair. I think yeah. a lot of people... You see that? You compliment us, we compliment you <laughs> yeah. right back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We're just really good at this job, yeah. aren't we? <laughs> great job, Gold Jake. star yeah. for great everyone. Job, guys. Gold star for everyone. Yeah. Right. We're Heads great in the at middle. this. <laughs> don't fucking touch me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like you guys that much. Yeah. Idiots. Um, <laughs> so I don't think I need to explain myself here, but I will. Because this is kind of what we do here. Um, <laughs> so a lot of people are focusing on the contract and not enough people are focusing on the player. Um, so right now the expectations are, you know, be better than Louis Erickson, right? Because that's the comparable here. As long as he plays. <laughs> yeah, right. As long as he's in the lineup and he doesn't have atrocious numbers, you, you know, I think people are going to be surprised. Or they're going to be happy, which leaves him pretty underrated right now. Yep. So. That, that makes sense. That, that's been the same with uh, Brandon Sutter for the last few seasons. Or the last yeah, two he's another specifically. good one too. He's been really, really good, but just yep. with his contract, people never gave him credit because... But now that he's on a better contract... I, I would bet that while he'll probably be very similar to the player he was last year, he'll be looked at as more favorably in the eyes of fans simply 100%. because he's yeah. making a quarter of what he was making before. If the Canucks signed Erickson on a league minimum, nobody would complain. No, everyone would be going, yeah, yeah this guy's all right. <laughs> yeah. Well... No, because he didn't fucking play. So well, if you sign him to anything. But when you have a player on a league minimum, you're expecting them to only play once in a while. Yeah, and he's a guy you can fill into the lineup if everyone's hurt. Yeah. At a league minimum, I'm not complaining. At $6 million, oh, he's yeah. just going to fill in. <laughs> still, though, like I, I compare him to Bozak and other guys that are on league mins. And yeah. I still, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Oh, shoot. Marcus, you're wearing your Apple Watch. I am. And it, somehow it told me there's a crescent moon, it did, but it didn't tell you what time it was. No, I didn't look at the time, but oh my goodness, has it gotten away from me? It's time for Tower, for Tower Surprise, Surprise headline. headline. Oh yeah, we gotta change that. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing me moan. Hang, hang on for next week, we might change that. Yeah. Uh, but until we do, it'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. Might make you drive <laughs> naked through a police standoff. It's Tyler Surprise headline. Oh yeah. <laughs> Got to get some use out of it while we still have it. Yeah, that that might be the last week for that, but uh, we'll <laughs> see. Yeah, it might get retired. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Well, that we will put up a rafter. For. We'll, <laughs> yes. we'll put a banner up. For yeah, that. there's a, there's a few things we got to get up in yeah. the studio. Jake's a Preds fan, so we can put banners up for pretty much anything. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree. <laughs> All right, are you guys ready for this? <laughs> I never <Hold> am. <laughs> I never am. I never am either, but hold on a minute. And the funny thing is you never ask us either, so the fact that <laughs> yeah. you did makes me even more worried oh than usual. God. Yeah, if I'm standing up, sit down. If you're sitting down, stand up. <laughs> Here we go. Man sentenced to 10 years for jabbing shopper with semen-filled <laughs> syringe. <laughs> 
It's Florida. It's got to be Florida. <laughs> Your warning wasn't enough warning. <laughs> Wait, it was it was a syringe needle, did you say? Yeah. He was vaccinating. <laughs> so, no, this man was just literally rolling through the grocery store with semen-filled syringes, and he was jamming people in the butt and like <laughs> injecting his semen into women's buttocks. <laughs> In Maryland. <laughs> Holy crap. This, this is in Florida for once. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, why? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no clue. But like, I mean, like who? I, 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 don't, I don't even know where to go with this. From here. Here's my thing, right? Usually with Tyler's surprise headline, you can attribute the, the craziest things people do to you know, alcohol or drugs. Like, I, I get it, you know. You you get in your golf cart, you're naked, you drive through the golf course, you don't sure, realize yeah. there's a police standoff going on because you're just too out of it. Fine, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. You swim in the swamp and you wake up in the gutter. Yeah, exactly. You're Fine. probably out of your mind. You, you know what? Yeah, you're on drugs. Yeah. Fine. This requires <laughs> too much planning <laughs> This to is be a calculated a person, <laughs> but but this this is just mental illness. Like, oh there, god, th yeah. There's no other factors at play here. This person is just a, a sick human being. I just can't believe that somebody would just put in the effort to do this. I know. <laughs> also, one thing I want to touch on: ten years doesn't seem like enough. I, I that's <laughs> no. what I was thinking. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he just gets to come out eventually yeah. and just... And do it again. Yeah. Yeah, 10 years. That's a little slap yeah, on the some, wrist. If someone does something like this, it's like, yeah, you're probably not fit to be in society. Yeah. 10 years is a slap on the wrist when you're going around injecting people with your bodily fluids. Yeah, like I'm, I'm thinking you should just be sentenced to a mental oh, yeah. institute oh, yeah. for the you're rest of your life. institutionalized for sure. I'm thinking that's probably a condition of getting out of jail as he probably has to go through, I would I, hope, yeah, quite I a hope. bit of, of uh, mental... This man's name is Thomas. Thomas. We will not put out his entire name. Do you want to know the give his address? <laughs> if if you if you do want to see, there is a video. So no, you, you we, don't wanna we don't want to see. We don't want to see. I don't want to see this event. You know, you said his name is Thomas. Yes, that's funny because I related him to Alec Baldwin and his, his who narrated okay, Thomas you know what? the Tank. I'm engine. saying his last name. His last name is Steeman. <laughs> no, it's not. Shut the fuck no, up. it's not. <laughs> Thomas Steven is In injecting women with semen. <laughs> it sounds like a bad sea shanty. There once was a man named Thomas, Thomas Steven. He filled up a syringe and filled, filled it with semen. <laughs> Went to the store later that day and plunged his semen into the lady. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> oh, my God. No. No, I don't care if Tyler's hosting. I'm ending the episode. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, Jeez. that's uh, yeah, that is quite the headline. <laughs> um, wow. Oh man, I gave you guys a fair warning. These get I, that crazier. was not enough warning. You know what? These get so crazy that if you dialed it back next week, I wouldn't blame you because <laughs> it's just we're going fucking wild lately. Oh man, yeah, that's uh, that's something else. That's something else. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, if you guys could please give us a rating on whichever source you guys are listening on. 
whether it's Apple, Spotify, you name it. We would love it if you guys could give us a rating. Again, you can find us on Instagram at Vancouver Boys Podcast, TikTok at Vancouver Boys Podcast, Twitter at Vancouver Boys underscore, or for more serious inquiries, you can email us at Vancouver Boys Hockey at gmail.com. Thank you all again for sticking around and listening to episode 23. That's a wrap from us. Good job in not saying my thing. (laughs) (laughs) I tried really hard. (laughs) Yeah, I can tell. You're like, "Uh." thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Peace.